LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets. We bring the showroom to you. Or you can book a personal consultation at our fabulous new showroom in Moortown, Dramiskin. Call 87 237 or visit our website at cnccarpets.com to book an appointment. CNC Carpets for all your carpet and wood flooring needs. 11 to 1. Do you ever feel stuck in your life? Caught up in a story or narrative that you just go along with? Perhaps you've experienced great hardship or loss and you can't move past the trauma to heal. Or maybe you're fearful of confronting all that is painful so instead you just drift along. No matter what your circumstances or how you got stuck in a life that no longer serves you, I have found the book that can help. The brilliant Neve Sheeran Ennis, Ireland's leading change and transformation coach, has written this for people who want help, support and most importantly, results. Now, I'm only at the start of this book and already I've identified areas of my life that need major work and I feel as though Neve is lending out a warm hand eager to guide me through the process. It's aptly titled Get Unstuck, Ditch Your Drama and Move From Pain to Power. This book will help you identify areas of your life you need to change and give you the tools to help you transform and I'm delighted to be joined on the line now by author and transformation coach Neve Sheeran. Ennis, Neve, it's great to have you back. How are you getting on? Uh, good morning, Sinead. It's lovely to be here. Great to have you. Now, can I preface all of this by saying, firstly, congratulations on creating a book that will literally change lives. And also, there is nowhere near enough time for me to cover what I want to discuss from this book in the window of time we have. But this is the book you wish you had way back in 2005 when you were going through something that really nobody should have to experience. Yeah, very much so. I mean, I think, you know, that was my intention when I started writing the book was to to provide that tool that that I would love to have had when when I went through my own life changing events. And those events really took the form of um, in 2005, I lost uh, my fiance very suddenly to cancer. I lost my dad a couple of months later and then I lost my mom not long after that. So my my very small family unit was one minute there, the next minute gone. And it left me, you know, struggling, to be honest. Like, Mm -hmm. I I really struggled at the time in terms of, like, how to move on, how to, uh, you know, how to start over without these uh, really important and significant people in my life who are no longer there. And when you read that passage, it's such a powerful passage at the start, the very first kind of chapter really in the book. And Neve, you have such a way with words. I mean, the way you describe this part of your life, like there was tears flowing down my face because of just, I could imagine myself in the room with you as all of this was going on. There was a lot going on there. And after this, you suddenly had a different story. You were living out a narrative that kind of didn't, wasn't really truly authentic you, but you had an aha moment. This wasn't true. Yeah. anymore. Yeah, no, and, and look at, I mean, I think it's really important to say that, that you know, my story is one of grief, but the book yeah. isn't about grief. And, and yes, you know, it's for anyone that's experienced a life-changing event, and that mm-hmm. happened to be mine. And obviously, when, when something traumatic happens, we all need time to heal and, you know, to, to mend our broken hearts or whatever it is that, that we need to do. So I'm talking about maybe four or five years after these events had happened, I started to realise that that like I, the moment I think you're referring to is when I said to my best friend, and I remember this moment so vividly. I, I said to her, "I actually think that I might be milking this right yeah. now." 
Yeah. And and it was that realization that actually I had become so addicted to the sympathy and the pity that people were very generously, you know, giving me. But but I actually just did not know at that point who I was without the sympathy or without the the, the sadness or without the pity. And and that really was quite jarring for me because I, you know, it, it showed to me that my, not alone had my life changed, but my whole personality had changed. And I think it was around that time I said, okay, you know, I really need now to start rather than, than dwelling, rather than rehashing all the awful events that had happened. I now needed to start rewriting the story, looking for a new narrative. Didn't yeah. happen overnight. I'm not going to pretend it did, but but it was that moment that I realised that I actually could not continue being so wrapped up in the drama of it all. And like you say, jarring is exactly the word because yeah. when you read these passages, and you know, there's some great tools and great techniques, and the way that you guide people through this is fantastic. It's a lovely, it's a lovely warm way of guiding us, but also at the same time, well, now hang on a minute look at yourself, examine yourself and you're sort yeah. of confronted with things yeah. <laughs> that you're kind of going, no, no, there are things that I've buried down deep inside. What are you talking about? I don't yes. want to talk about these. Yes. But no, and look it's exactly it, is isn't it? Yeah, and none of that is accidental and it's very much how I work with people that, that yes, of course, like I provide, you know, the, the, the listening ear and I have the, the understanding and the empathy and all of that good stuff that's very necessary. But as well, because of, of my own experience, I also recognise that people don't need somebody that will just allow them to indulge yes. in their in their sadness. And so that it, it is, it's the balancing act within the book of being sympathetic and being being warm, but also giving that gentle nudge of saying, look, at you know, holding the mirror up. Is this yes. you? Does this resonate with you? Can you hear yourself in any of this as well? Yes. Um, and then then once the reader hopefully comes to the acceptance, yeah, this is me. I, I know that that's how I'm behaving or reacting, then the tools are there on how they can find their way back out of it. Absolutely. And and this book started a very deep philosophical discussion between myself and my husband last <laughs> night. He asked me, he stupidly asked me, Neve, what was I reading? And we ended up Same going into these <laughs> deep conversations about like, well, what are our stories? And this is just in chapter two. There's a lot to unpack. So I realise the part of my story, right, is things I do or like say goals I achieve when I reach them they're never actually enough and that was actually really when I was reading through that and I was discussing this last night it it really did kind of slam me in the gut a little bit because it was like I actually don't appreciate the moment at all I don't appreciate any of the successes that I have I brush them off um, when people congratulate me about things and I'm like on to the next thing next thing next thing this thing the whole time and that's that's kind of very hard to swallow at the moment yeah, it definitely is. And and look at, you know, what, what you're describing there is not uncommon. But yes, the story that, that you're bringing to that narrative or the story that you're living through at the moment when it comes to that is probably one that served you at some point in your life or it might even have been somebody else's story. And yes. so that's the story that you it sounds like that anyone with who's doing what you're doing, that they're living from a place where they think or were told not enough, 
you need to keep trying harder. You know, hard work is the only thing that will will get you wh- where you need to get to. There's so many of the, that layers of perfectionism that are put in front of us that when we actually achieve what it is we want, we don't recognise it because we're so focused on on going, on moving forward, on actioning everything. And yes. it's, it's, it's only when we stop, when we pause, when we reflect and when we be present that we can say, actually, I didn't do too bad there. I did my best. And it actually, you know, I'll give myself a little little round of applause there. But it is definitely something that we're all very guilty of to a certain extent. It's just that that constant pushing and, and that we should be doing and we should be actioning everything. Yeah, and it's it's become even more prevalent, you know, after lockdown particularly as well, yeah. you know, on yeah. social media, you see this person or that person are doing this, that, the other. And it's this constant need to, oh, well, what am I doing? What's next? Why am I not doing the same thing? And I always Absolutely. compare myself to people in the same field as well, which is, which is dreadful. And, yeah. uh, you know, th- there's... I think I suppose like I, I loved that you included um, now I know obviously names and, and scenarios are changed but that you included uh, clients um, stories and I think uh, I've resonated with each of them actually on some level but particularly Sammy's story who wanted to set up this business but uh, was afraid of commitment and was flitting all around the place and you had told her <laughs> I think you told her to kind of just be you know calm and, and quiet now for a while and she was like no come on where's the action plan and she was kind of so that really resonated to me, I read I read that part this morning. So it's this idea of just actually taking stock of where you are at the moment before you can move to the next step. Absolutely, and you know, and again, it, it's it's working on the basis of that. If we want to go further, we need to to move slower and and yet that goes against everything that we're taught it goes against our conditioning it goes against you know if you're of that personality where you just want to get things done and you're a high achiever the chances are that you know similar to what I was just talking about there even in terms of the story yeah. but you know that that was very much Sammy she just you know it was like in our sessions it was a real case of yeah 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 whatever but tell me what what can I do to get there yeah. and, and actually you know it's it, for my part it requires being a little bit patient but it requires saying to somebody repeatedly you need to slow down and and giving them the tools to help because it's only when you slow down that you create the space then for the ideas for the opportunities for all those good things to arrive into your life they're not going to come if you're just busy putting together action lists and to-do lists and busy 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 because that's purely that's us just distracting ourselves with the noise of life Yes, it really is. And like in yeah. terms of people that you talk to, like, I mean, do you find when, you know, you, you talk to people, whether they're clients or just people that you, you meet in passing and, and you discuss these kind of things, are we drifting along, Neve? Are a lot of us drifting along through lives that don't serve us? I definitely would have said five years ago, yes. I actually have a different view now. Mm. I do think it's probably one of the the positive outcomes of the pandemic that actually people reevaluated their lives so much more. They just, you know, it gave them the chance, as we know, to stop and, and take stock. But, but you know, with saying that, we have to be very practical and realistic here as well, and say that, you know, life. Life gets in the way that there are things we all need to do, the responsibilities we all have. And so we need to we need to function and we need to keep going on a day to day basis doing those things. But what has happened now is that people are much more open 
to looking for alternative things to do, alternative way to be. Uh, and like even practices such as journaling or, or yoga or meditation or breath work, you know, they're all becoming more a part of our lives than they ever were before. Yeah. So I don't I, I don't necessarily agree now that, that we're coasting along, but there's always that danger. I think we have to keep checking back in with ourselves and that's where it can be good to have a little routine every few months where you do check back in with yourself and, and, and see is the life I'm leading, is that in alignment with what matters most to me? And and that's I think that's an important tool. It really is. And speaking of tools, I'm on page 33 here. I'm going to read this out, right? This is a, a brilliant, thoughtful tool that I've earmarked here. Uh, and it says, let me ask you this question and answer it truthfully and from the heart. What is it that you are avoiding? So you give it an, an exercise. So say, for example, we meet somebody in a lift and you have until you reach the 20th floor to tell them your story, describing who you are, what you're about, what you want in life. What would it be and how would you tell it? And it's like... I don't even know where to begin with that story. You know, the first part of that, um, they, they question what is it that you're avoiding? Yes. I mean, that, that's a question that really does stop people in their tracks yes. because we're so used to being asked, you know, what is it you want? What are you doing? What would you like to do more of? And so our brains are, are so programmed to just giving out the, the same answers over and over again. We know what answers are expected of us. But when somebody asks you, what is it you're avoiding? There's no way to dodge that question. No. You have to, you know, it, it makes you, you know, dig deep and it makes you go deep. And the same way with that exercise of, you know, going up to the 20th floor, you know, when, when you're asked to describe who you are, what you're about, that you know that we think we know the answers to that, and the the question that people get stuck on more often than not with me is when they're asked honestly, "What is it you want?" Mm. Because actually we don't ask ourselves that question often enough. You know, we, we, we think we know what the answers are, but when you really sit down and say, what is it you want? What's your, what do you want your legacy to be? How do you want to be remembered? You know, in, in 12 months' time, what is it that you'd love to have done that you haven't done up until this point in your life? And these aren't navel-gazing exercises. These aren't just, you know, uh, tools to kind of pass the time. These are tools that can really help you move much clearer in a much clearer way but much closer to your purpose to to living a life that feels right a life that fits you and not one that's expected of you or that other people want to see you live this oh, is about is key. getting yes. people to focus on themselves yes absolutely not this life that is expected such an important word to put in there absolutely yes. Neve, I knew it I knew I wouldn't have enough time to talk to you <laughs> you were right this. but I, I, I just it's such an amazing book like I say I'm, I'm, I'm really only at the start of this I'm going to be there's going to be more dog ears in this book let me tell you and notes and everything else oh, as I go through this journey <laughs> really and truly I thank you so so much for joining us today and I wish you every success with this Thank you so much Sinead really appreciate that Thanks a million It's called Get Unstuck Ditch Your Drama and Move from Pain to Power by Neve. and you can get more information neveennis.com 11 to 1 LMFM Podcasts. With CNC Carpets, we bring the showroom to you. Or book a new showroom appointment on 087 660 4237. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.